Mine's Backdraft. Oh, wow. That's a One of my friends growing up, his dad was a volunteer fireman, so he was obsessed with the movie Backdraft, so I had to watch it every time I was out of town. I saw it like six times. You listen to episode 44. Oh, boy. <laughs> my camera. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Leave it in. We'll do it live. <laughs> You're listening to episode 44 of Wine and Cheese, the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm Joey. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. And I'm Max. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Max. You heard his voice, I don't Welcome. know, two Welcome weeks back. or a month ago. <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome back, dude. Mm. Thank you very much for having me. Say welcome back, idiot. <laughs> welcome back. Uh, this week we're talking about the 2006 Reprise Records release, The Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Oh boy. And the 2001 Regency and 20th Century Fox film, Black Knight, featuring Martin Lawrence. <laughs> Max, care to explain? <laughs> care to explain yourself? Um, so Joey had initially presented me the idea of doing Meet Joe Black and The Black Parade. And then Joey balked at the idea of having to watch a three-hour movie. <laughs> so then I did Google Movies with Black in the title. And that was the one I think that we laughed at the most. Nice. <laughs> that was it. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> That's exactly what happened, too. Oh, man. <laughs> so I always confuse Mighty Joe Young and Meet Joe Black and still don't know which one's which. It's just the names. They count the same year. <laughs> they both have Joe in the name. And three Isn't words. One about a gorilla or something? One's about a gorilla and one is not. <laughs> and one is about a man. And they they did not. Oh, did they come out the same year? Around the same time, I would say. Yeah, yeah. You're right. They did. Uh, never seen one Meet Joe Black. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. And one's three hours long. <laughs> and one has the word about the ape. And one has Brad Pitt. <laughs> oh, Mighty Joe Young's about a gorilla that has some weird, like, gigantism and turns into, like, almost a King Kong kind of creature. It came out on Christmas that year. On Christmas, nice. Wow. It's a Christmas movie. I can't decide how much I want to talk about it, because what if we do the movie later? I don't want to spoil it. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. When was the last time you saw Mighty Joe Young? In theaters, whatever that year was. (laughs) On Christmas night? No. Okay. (laughs) So what's up, Max? Uh, What are some of your... your, Welcome to the Emo podcast. What are some of your favorite emo albums? Do you even like emo music? I'm not like a diehard emo fan. Probably like like the the big obvious stuff. I love Jimmy World. I like Sunny Day Real Estate. Um, like Texas is the reason. Stuff like that. Oh, that's Ex- a good stuff. Accessible stuff. Yeah. We've yeah. done all three of those, and we didn't have you on for those. That sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we had you on for My Chemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> we don't hate you if that's what you think. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Joey definitely hates me. <laughs> that's, a, that's a love hate. <laughs> <laughs> But those are all kind of like older-ish emo bands, I guess. Were you listening to them when you were like younger? I guess you don't really listen to it as much anymore. Or I actually probably listen to those records more now than I did when I was younger. Okay. Um, when I was younger, I was full into garbage music. Um, so <laughs> explain. I didn't find like good stuff until like my teenage and later years. And Can you name two garbage musics? Ooh, sure. <laughs> Slipknot. Yeah. Is probably one, right? Uh, how about System of a Down? Oh, yeah. you're in you're in safe company i've seen uh godsmack four times in concert so <laughs> oh speaking, of, uh, 
Uh, he's not lying either. One Speaking of acoustic. Were you like oh, being recruited God. by the Navy or something? Uh, no. <laughs> my friend's mom liked him a whole lot. And so I yeah. guess by proxy, I did too. It was the Army because he wanted that Dodge Charger. Uh, speaking of Slipknot, <laughs> you can pre order Slipknot engraved whiskey glasses off their website right now. So, okay. Great. Would you care to drop a link? We'll, we'll put it in the show description, we'll, we'll put it in the show link. notes. Hopefully, Slipknot gives us uh, some royalties for that one. Well, it's a bargain at any price. So. A bargain $20. at any price. It's $20 for one glass. Ooh. I'm pulling it up. Uh, Slipknotmerch.com. Uh, yeah, literally $20 for yeah. one. I oh, you get a gonna... deal, though. It's three for 55 I think. One has the S, one has the full name, and then one has, like, they have, like, a star logo, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I was hoping there'd be one for each member of the band. So okay, definitely like, do that star like logo. I would like the clown, please. <laughs> the clown, nice. I'll take um, Max Weinberg's kid. Yeah, he's in it now. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah, he's he took Joey Jordison's place. Yeah, good for him. Honestly, it probably makes decent money doing that. So yeah, Champ Weinberg. If you got people Shamp. paying you twenty dollars for a glass, you're raking it in. I just wouldn't want to set up that drum kit, you know. True. Yeah, oil <laughs> it's drum. Like a monetary step up from Madball. So that's true. He wasn't Madball too. It's true. I mean, you you get, hard. Bigger or smaller step from Alkaline Trio to Blink-182? <laughs> They're linear. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Almost exact same step. <laughs> Matt Skiba from... I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, Tyler, you been listening to good music lately? Uh, I was listening to Foxing a bit today, some older stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, listen to, I caught up on the podcast Office Ladies. I'm really enjoying that. Just getting some nice insight into the filming of The Office. Yeah, that's Pam and... Angela. And Angela. Okay, Is it like episode by episode? Yeah, they're doing a rewatch, so it's just a linear of each episode. So it's it's getting better. They're, they are kind of finding their like flow a little more, <laughs> and they're getting good guests on. Like They've had um, Creed, and they've had Andy Buckley, who plays David Wallace on and uh rain wilson it's good i mean sometimes it gets annoying they do a lot of ads more and more now like the one episode didn't even start until minute seven damn Ew. so that was, that was pretty rough we should uh, do that but not even really ads just like blank <laughs> just open yeah. fake ads um, fake ads yeah and then i'll, I'll round, round back to this but there is a show called tales from the loop the soundtrack on it is amazing the composers there's two guys that did it it's so good just straight like classical instrumental stuff a lot of piano, a lot of uh, strings. Okay. So I've just had that on the background a little bit, doing work and stuff. Nice. Hmm, I don't even know what that show is. It's like the new Amazon show, I want to say. Yeah, but we're not yeah. talking about that yet. So We'll, we'll come back to it. We'll Whoa. loop back to it. <laughs> uh, how about you, Max? Any cool new tunes? Uh, there's this band from Delaware that's pretty cool called um, A Paramount, A Love Supreme, and it's kind of like a throwback to like late 90s, early 2000s screamo. Damn. So, Huh. Yeah, um, they uh, yeah, they just had an EP come out in like November of last year. Uh, it's called uh, Crisis Meditations. Damn, th- that th- those words a paramount sup- uh, love supreme, and what's the EP called again? I'm sorry. Uh, it's a paramount comma a love supreme because you know they're a screamo band, so there's yeah. got to be punctuated. <laughs> yeah. um, I like that. And then uh, Crisis Meditations. Crisis. So. Damn, that sounds so cool. Damn, the yeah. artwork's cool. Are, yeah, they, are they like a like a Seisha or something? 
Yeah, kind of like uh, like maybe even like a Jerome's Dreamy type of deal. Cool. Like, well, yeah, Hell yeah. Awesome. I'm into that. Dude, when I moved here, our first wireless router belonged to a guy that was in Seisha, apparently, for some reason. What <laughs> was a it just Evan got it from him somehow. I know <laughs> Billy lived in Philadelphia for a really long time, right? Yeah. From like high I think I think he still does. I think yeah. his name is Steve. Shit. Oh, that's pretty cool. You know, no, Mike went to Mike went to college with the cousin of the guy that cosplayed Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true, yeah. <laughs> um, Got me beat, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to one-up you for Mike. <laughs> I did not expect you going there. That's really good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anything else, Max? Have you listen to any other cool records or anything? Uh, I don't know. It's been a, a, a fun time in quarantine, so I'm trying to... I've been listening to a lot of Oasis. So okay. Oh, yeah. Respect. Crazy. Nice. So. <laughs> How about you, Joey? Um, I I listened to that new record I by Lowercase Roses. I think oh, yeah. Will Will mentioned them on whatever episode he was on. Yeah, I really like it. It's good. I listened to it today too. Yeah, so that's um, Matt Sherman. He used to play guitar on the Sidekicks, and now he has that side project called Lowercase Roses. And oh, he's cool. like He rules. He's so good. Yeah, he's um, such a good guy. And then I listened to. I've been listening to a lot of John Prine since he passed away. I'm not going to act uh, like I've been listening to him this whole time, but uh, he's really fucking good. He has like a song for every feeling ever, and it's <laughs> fucking sad sometimes, True. Uh, but it's great. And then uh, I weirdly put on that one random Explosions in the Sky record the other day. There's not a cold dead place. Cold dead place. Yeah, that one's that's, really That's one of my top five favorite albums of all time. I hadn't listened to it in probably... I don't know. Maybe since it came out, but it's great. It's so so <laughs> yeah, good. it's really good. What about you, Mike? Um, there were a couple of new albums that came out. Like the new Waxahachie record's pretty good. The Strokes mm-hmm. put out a new record that's pretty good. Is it good? It's actually not bad. I I don't. I mean, I was never like really a big Strokes fan or anything, but it's pretty. I good. like the first couple. I, yeah, I feel like they were always a band that like everyone was kind of into them. No one disliked them, but no one was like super super into them. Yeah, they're like that's that funny. early early like New York garagey kind of stuff not early yeah. but like early 2000s the revival thing like interpol yeah. stuff totally um and then uh what's that band off of polyvinyl records starfucker s-t-r-f-k-r mm-hmm. they're kind of like indie a little dancey i guess they're pretty cool they put out a new album that's pretty good um but besides that there's this band called the Doughboys from like the 90s that are kind of like Lemonheads ish i love them called, they're great they have an album called crush and it's fucking awesome i don't know how i never yeah. knew about it that song fix is it called fix or fix me or something. Fix, that one's really fix, good. That's the one. Yeah. That one rules. Um, and then other than that, I watched a live stream from that guy uh, who is in that band islands, like Nick Thorburn. He's, he pretty much is the band islands and somebody else kind of like opened up. It was, I don't know. It was like a, they just switched ownership of the account or whatever. And then mm-hmm. San May S A N M E I. And they're pretty cool. So I might have to actually check them out. Cool. So, nice. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so I've been listening to a lot. I've been bored. Little sidebar. This is a very important episode. Yes. I've had this I've had this Nalgene for five years and it just broke. Ooh. <laughs> Damn, sorry. So All right, and that's it, the podcast, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I can't really hey, focus Max. from now on. Five years with this thing and then it's gone. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, did you listen to that band that I sent you, Ghost and Vodka? That like early two thousands 
yeah chicago emo band so good that's like right exactly up my alley yeah Villarreal. yeah they just i think they just put out like a live album from 2000 or something like that that was pretty cool yeah it was yeah it's like demos from then yeah but uh that shit rules right on but uh speaking of good music uh my chemical romance i can't even do it yeah (laughs) were any of you guys my chem fans back in the day no yeah. I know. <laughs> I like the first two records. Wait, I was gonna say I got Luckily, into this the, is the third. I got into the first record like way too late, but I kind of like it. Is that three cheers for sweet revenge, or is that no? I brought you my bullets or whatever. Oh, that's what like almost like <laughs> like their logo blood smeared kind of on the front. It's like a little yeah. splatter logo. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Uh, there's some cool songs on that. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna say some wild. There's some good songs on this. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> I will say toward the end when it stops being so show tuney, like it starts oh. off in the beginning like so <laughs> bad, but there are one or two at the end. It's like okay, like out of context, this wouldn't be terrible. No, because yeah. then they try to get way too deep or something. They tell themselves that they're creative writers for the end, and they're fucking not. There are it two will... songs. There are two songs that I'm fairly sure they didn't write. There's a song called Teenagers. And it's like a power yeah. pop song. There's no yeah, way they yeah. wrote that. That was such a weird one. That one stuck out like so bad. Way that one does. Really stick- it sounds like just like a weird, like you said, power pop song. Uh, and there's yeah. like way too many sing along parts in that one. <laughs> yeah. He repeats yeah, for, so much. For a concept album, it feels like super shoehorned into the record. It yeah, does. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with uh, I Don't Love You. It, it like a, that sounded like a Strokes or a Killer song or something like that. Like that song is pretty good, but again, there's I just don't think there's any way. It's a real ballad. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of Queen influence on this record. So yeah, they played. Um, they were like, ah, fuck, what was it? the Taste of Chaos tour they did with like the Used. I think they like co-headlined it or something like that, and they would mm-hmm. come out and play Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie oh. and stuff. Which was it must have been like right before this came out because it's. They, they weren't even I like think hiding. Love Queen. Yeah, they weren't like hiding their influences at all. Yeah, but like they did the biggest disservice to their influences by sounding like complete shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> if you guys had to I guess, think... oh, go ahead, huh? sir. Go ahead, sir. Oh, I was just gonna. No, you say you say your thing first. I was gonna <laughs> just see if you guys could guess how many copies this is sold. Like, I guess I don't oh. have the number. But... Wait, wait, wait! Oh. <laughs> it went, uh, it went, it went triple platinum in the U.S., triple platinum in the U.K., double platinum in, or no, sorry, double gold in Argentina and Chile, Chile. <laughs> how many, okay. how many pieces do you have to sell to get platinum? A million. Is so it a million? Sold like over ten million then, or something like that, or like eight million? Maybe that's fucked. That's so sad to me. That seems right. I mean, how many high schools have theater arts programs? All those kids bought it. That's Dude, true. I was thinking um, the, a lot the of only Nightmare people Before I, Christmas fans. The only people I knew in high school that were really into them were, it was weird too, because it was like opposite ends. Like it was the kids that ended up doing math by like 19. <laughs> and it was the kids that like, hot topic after getting off the ball by uh, their mom's Cadillac Escalade. Yeah. I think down our way it was a lot of uh, teen pregnancies too, probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure, this. sure everyone has their own demographics regarding it, but... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I looked it up. Is this band emo.com? My Chemical Romance is not an emo band and they, pr- they like follow it up with 
unlike high school, emo has a longer history than four years. And then some confusing math, 149.50 times 6,300 equals 941,850. Is that like ticket sales or something? I have no idea. I don't know what that, it seems way out of place, but clearly it meant Someone something has a, washed up email. What was, what was the second number in the multiplication? I, I'm not even going to repeat it. Uh, <laughs> let me see. He deleted the note already. I did delete the note already, you're right. You go to the website. There's a website. Where'd you get it? I'm not it? doing that shit. I'm gonna have a video chat with my friends. Anyway, well, what I was gonna say was uh, back to what Max said about theater kids. Like the the very first track, I was like, I don't know if I can do this <laughs> because it's like he says, "Come one, come all to this tragic affair," which is like so dramatic. Yes. And then he says, "Gather, gather around, piggies." Uh, <laughs> And like, was he a theater kid? Probably. I think I like him though, because he's like does an cool anime comic stuff, comic dude, right? Yeah, his dude. comics are really good. Umbrella Academy. I haven't seen the like. I haven't read the comic, but the show was awesome. I had so much fun watching the that. comics. Great. Do that. Stop. Stop writing music. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did, they tried to make it at like Max. You're totally right. They tried to make it a concept album like right off the bat because it starts with a heartbeat. And then it flatlines going to the second one. I was like, fuck, I can't take 53 minutes of this. <laughs> and that's true. so long. Yo, it I, doesn't start off super strong either. Like that's on dead. I think it's, it's either track two or three. Yeah. Like, if I close my eyes, I could see that being like on the Shrek soundtrack. Dude. <laughs> it's just so like, bland. I kind of like that song and the next one. Like This is how I disappear? Dead kind of sounds like... Uh, like like an American Idiot era Green Day song, but like, so it's not, it's not horrible. Like, to that me, that was a terrible era for Green this Day. This is how, this oh, is well, how I disappear has a mosh call at 28 seconds. He goes like, go. It's you like, know what? I, that. Yeah, that one's fucked up. I did. I listened to American Idiot like a month ago, and once you haven't heard those songs in a long time, those like half the songs are pretty good. Is it just because you're 10 years older now and like you just become that guy? I get it? And I'm like, I, dude, I still hate George Bush too, man. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but this is how I disappear. I think kind of sounds like Alkaline Trio, but like better production. So okay. like that, I kind of like that one too. Um, I know that song was good with a question mark, so I'm kind of there with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was in <laughs> my notes. It said, "I think that's probably the best song." I had mm. "Tolerable" in there, so I feel like that's <laughs> that's a plus. I honestly, I couldn't distinguish between any of them. The first song that came on, I was sitting alone in my living room, and I just go. <sighs> <laughs> You know the what? Track- you're gonna you're gonna be mad about this, but I thought you would like this the most. <laughs> Fuck you, man! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That track, House of Wolves. Your opinion uh, is that low of me? <laughs> <laughs> that track, House of Wolves. Uh, the pre-chorus is like Motley Crue as hell. There's, there's, it sounds like an '80s hair metal song. Like the bridge is kind of heavy and yeah, dude. Uh, he. That one's kind of like a weird like polished version of some of their older material until he said he does like the weird country parts and then it sounds like the white stripes okay i only i like only listened to this once ever i guess and it was today <laughs> yeah. yeah i listened yeah. to it twice today and that was the only time i've ever listened to it twice yeah. that song is primed to be like an acoustic dancing cover yes dude. that's it <laughs> i'm loving these examples that's great yeah that's good so so far we got shrek soundtrack and acoustic dancing cover. <laughs> okay so there's that's that's not where the similarities end the song mama 
Sounds like fucking Start Wearing Purple by Gogo Bordello. Yes! It is I like, the same thing in my nose. It is, I was listening to it on the way home from work today, and I was like, where do I know this, like, tune from? Did and you then catch I was like, oh my god. Song? I started, like, singing Start Wearing Purple in my head, and I was like, this is it. <laughs> Did you catch who, uh, who featured on that song? No. Liza Minnelli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Liza Minnelli is okay. on this album. <laughs> It's rock opera. So uh, really weird. Um, I oh, I thought that the... was a joke. That's not a joke. No, no, she. No, that's oh, real. oh my god. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't doing anything else. <laughs> that's but... where we are with this. You can't she... tell. This was after uh, Arrested Development years, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's like the last thing I remember her doing. Still yeah. trying to pay for her vertigo medicine. <laughs> yeah. I looked into their touring around this time, and they did like a world tour for. 138 performances which is like yeah. a little, i think it was like around a year people were like getting injured breaking their ankles dropping off tour getting married i think muse dropped <laughs> all together and circus survive joined them for a bit um, yeah it looked chaotic the other bands that were on it were rise against thursday <laughs> funeral for a friend billy talent and taking back sunday holy shit Jesus. Billy talent. Talent. I yeah, yeah. Billy talent that's right in canada <laughs> that's yeah true <laughs> Whew, haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> yeah, um, it, they Max, play Phil- Curse Center. Oh, shit. Uh, Max, you might not have listened to this episode, but we did, I'm going to compare this to another concept album we did, uh, Trainwreck by Boys Night Out. Did you guys get any of those vibes at all? Yeah. Uh, in that, the Black, I, it was miserable the whole time. The, the Black Parade is a rock opera centered around the character of The Patient. It is about his passage out of life and the memories he has of it. The patient dies and death comes for him in the form of a parade. This is the singer. This is based on Gerard Way's notion of death appealing to a person in the form of their fondest memory. In this case, seeing a marching band as a child. Insufferable. I fucking hate that so much. <laughs> it's the worst. Like, do I need a 25-year-old Gerard Way to write songs about cancer and war? And no. He's well, yes. Experiences that he yes. never had. Like... <laughs> Well, and like the thing about uh, the song, the the song that's like the most about the cancer is the song "Cancer," but it's so like <laughs> it has like no feeling behind it. I feel like almost like they, like <laughs> what if and he might have, he might have like it's about the a, astrological song. He might have like a firsthand experience with somebody that had it, but it sure doesn't sound like it. Yeah, it, it feels pretty pretty phony. You guys want to hear a bummer part of that song? Yes. Someone on songmeetings.net said that their best friend sang this to them a few months before they died. So, <laughs> so bummer. So that was like in my head of like, if this brought somebody joy or helped them through something, that's cool, but totally. it's, it's trash and it's bad. Yeah, yeah, but it's objectively not the best. Yeah, that's what like, I'm glad you got through that moment, but reevaluate your tastes. Yes. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like through all the jaunty show tunes and stuff, like their their narrative is that they have like something to prove. Like I saw a quote from the one guy that's like, "We're not hardcore kids anymore." Blah blah blah. We grew up going to hardcore shows, and if we just look at us now, we probably kick our ass. But it's like, no, you're writing bad true, pop music. True, true, true. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, that's true, true. Awesome. Hitting that with the clap emoji right there. Another <laughs> weird piece of trivia about the cancer song that I forgot to bring is. Uh, he got like interviewed by Enemy about that song, and he said 
his goal was to write like the darkest song ever and he thinks he did it. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> That's he thinks really he wrote the darkest song ever. <laughs> I feel uh, like The Scientist by Coldplay is darker than this. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about like this, the title track, the single. I don't know. I don't think I need to hear that song anymore in my lifetime. Okay, you just skip right past yeah. it then. Easy. I'm tapped. I'm tapped out. No, I, say what I you can't. want about it. That's fine. Oh, I have nothing to. Say. I have literally nothing to say about it. This song really had a, or this. It had a lot of. It had four singles come off of it too. Yeah, yeah they did. I didn't Which, watch any of the videos this time. Too many. Oh, actually, you know what? I do have something to say about the single. They debuted it on MySpace and then played it on SNL along with Cancer as the two songs they played on SNL. Weird one to play on SNL. Weird choices. Um, I think the piano like really stinks up the record. (laughs) Yeah, like every song with piano on it sucks. (laughs) That makes it the rock opera. Yeah, trumpet, flute, uh, maracas, tambourines. Any of that shit does not belong on like a rock album. Get it out. (laughs) Unless they had like a cool reggae song. Yo, Mama sounded kind of Jamaican in, at the very beginning. <laughs> it sounds a little dumb. I, was, I feel like if they would have thrown a reggae song in the middle, I wouldn't even have noticed. I was just cruise right through it. I just, oh. <laughs> yeah. just singing about Ja. They had like, HR come on the album. That cold open of the office when they realized Stanley doesn't notice anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's what I felt like. Listening to this, I, I had it on. Either. I was sitting there listening to it, but it just glided right past. Uh, the did you guys listen to the the hidden track "Blood"? Yes, uh, that might have been the, that might be the I biggest. Started of, to and I couldn't. Finish. It might be the biggest offender of them all. It's like it's awful. It's like some cabaret. Well enough. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, it is like some cabaret. Right? What did um, you say, Max? That it wasn't hidden well enough. No, that's true. <laughs> what sucks is on Spotify, there's still like that few minutes of silence in the beginning of it, even yeah, though it's they, a separate track. Yeah. They so wanted it to be found. For, this was like the era of hidden tracks. Were these songs that people thought like didn't belong? Needed to be down, there. <laughs> but didn't want to put them on a B-side? Or do they think it was so cool that they wanted it to be like the special one? I wonder. Um, I mean, maybe in the story about the patient, there was like one last <laughs> fucking shit to say. I don't know. The patient. Uh, I will say, though, I think that song, Famous Last Words, is kind of good. Like the song, the song right before the hidden track. That's like, hey, yo, okay. fuck you, because you're the okay. one that said that you thought I would like this album. It's an okay closer. Like song. I know. I thought I would like it the least. And here I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. Sorry, dude. Did you guys, how would you guys rate it out of uh, out of ten? Two point seven. Uh, I give it like, like a four and a half. That's respectable. It is produced like well. What? what were you gonna say, Max? It's like beloved, so I don't want to like rip it to shreds and be like, God, "There's nothing cool about this record." Everybody who liked it's dumb. Yeah. I would say like five or six stars. Yeah, people like it. For sure, and I feel like it's probably meant to be seen like on the stage because it's well, definitely a, like yeah. an opera. So what's crazy is, did anyone look at the ratings? No. All music four and a half stars. Blender four and a half stars. Entertainment Out of five? Week, a minus. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a phenomenon at the time, right? Yeah. 
Rolling Stone, four stars. What the fuck? Los Angeles Times, four out of four stars. I'd probably Durant, yeah, like a, uh, has it as the number one emo album of all time. Gosh, that, what? Kerrang. <laughs> Kerrang. Holy you shit. Know, the authorities on emo, Kerrang. Oh, God. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like, the tip, like this is the hot topic. What, why would that? Oh, oh, God. The merchandising rights were probably humongous, man. Yeah. True. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, before we they take a break. Those, uh, those branded finger, like the fishnet arm things that girls in high school used to wear that you love. Jeff Hardy's. Jeff Hardy shits. Yeah. yeah. Or like fingerless gloves. I feel like MCR did that shit at some point. Um, <laughs> so twisted. <laughs> before we before we take a little break, do you guys have any weird owl titles that you thought of for the album? I forgot. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the ass parade. Yo, I have that written down. <laughs> <laughs> I have welcome to the ass parade. <laughs> Uh, Holy shit! That's uh, mine too. And that was the only one I could. <laughs> I have one. It's please don't hurt your classmates. Oh, <laughs> I like it. It's I true. The message, the message is there, you know. Yeah, I agree with it. Really, there's a song where he mentions like, "Wait till they see what I have in my shirt." I'm like, no. Is that a school shooting reference, bro? Like, nah, he's got he's got abs now. Oh, okay, <laughs> he's got an eight pack. <laughs> He's swole. Instead of the song Cancer, I would just call it <laughs> Nice, dude. More like, or like Famous Last Turds. <laughs> yep. yep. See, that's, pretty, that's pretty good. See, you guys are your naturals. My first time. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's take a little break, and then uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about Martin Lawrence's one – of, one of Martin Lawrence's finest works. <laughs> Honestly – no spoilers or anything, but I had a good time with it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's such a good, like, log off line. I had a good time with it. <laughs> <laughs> now turn away Cause I'm awful just to see Cause all my hairs are South Philly garbage. Redneck. I didn't know a redneck truther. Truther. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, we're back. Uh, but before we go any further, we want to say thanks to Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations, xlvacx.com, for all your screen printing needs. I think Chris is still selling L- cool LVAC sweatshirts and T-shirts right now. So you should check that out. And I think on the last one, we also said you could order a Bart Simpson hat that he made. I don't know if it's still there, but just go look. It's probably still there. Um, So thanks to Chris and LVC for that. And thanks to Cinepunks, Liam and Josh, Cinepunks.com, for always sponsoring the podcast and putting it out there for us. And there's a new show. What is it called? Does anyone have the name? Weird Obscure Something. I think that's exactly uh, it. It's it's definitely I actually weird. think you're 
I think it, it is, it's longer than that, but it's very close. Weird, obscure, and possibly unsafe. So listen to that. It's a new show. I think they put out three episodes. There's probably more by now, though. But I think they're also looking for if you have weird stories. So I guess it's kind of like unexplainable, kind of like a, a unsolved mysteries kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't. I haven't That's listened to cool. it. But I would assume that uh, it seems like they're looking for stories. So if you've got some spooky stories, hit them up. That, my dad hugged me right. once. Oh damn! Prime candidate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So cool. Uh, and. <laughs> Mike, what have you been watching lately? Uh, way too much. Um, I watched, oh yeah, it was actually pretty cool. I watched the Ninja Turtles documentary. Have you heard about that at all? It was from like a couple of years ago. It just uh-huh. kind of goes from like the, I did this like crazy notion of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and how it was a comic. And then it was like a Saturday morning cartoon and then the movies and, the, and like the touring version of it. So I watched the first two Ninja Turtles movies then as well. Secret I was going to ask. OG. I was going to ask you if any of you guys did any of you guys ever see the live show when you were a kid? No, no. It was weird, right, Max? Well, I remember. Yeah, it was on Fox, right? No, like I went to see it. But it was like a rock oh. and roll version, right? Yeah, it was like a stage production. I didn't know that Ninja- existed, to be honest. So interestingly enough, the dudes from the state, like Michael Showalter and Michael Ian Black, and all those guys would go the day before it would enter a city and they would do promotion for the show as like the turtles. They like had big aspirations of being the turtles. Like when they were in college at NYU, there was like easy way to make some money, a cool little gig. They're going to like drop out of college and become Ninja Turtles. Weird. <laughs> Very weird. Right. Um, other than that, I watched that. Abdu- Throwdown dubbed over it. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> You got like the Foot Clan coming out. They're like two stepping. It's like it's wild. <laughs> uh, other than that, I watched. I'll just run right through. I watched a couple of documentaries. I watched that. It started as a joke documentary, Joey. That I saw you watched the Eugene Merman Festival it's, one. It's really good. That was and so like good. heartbreaking. Yeah, um, and it has like every cool comedian in it. I know. It's yeah. It's it's awesome. Um, I watched the the documentary Gringo about the guy that started McAfee, like John McAfee, the internet security guy. He is oh. like wanted for murder and had to be extradited from a country and like faked a heart attack to go back to prison so he could get extradited from the country. It's like, it's nuts. He's a true wild oh, man. Shit. Yeah. He's, a, he's well, insane, crazy. Right? He's totally fucking bonkers, man. He, follow him on Twitter. He's a delight. <laughs> um, I watched a documentary, Abducted in Plain Sight, where the neighbor like kidnaps the girl next door like twice it's and nuts. like has his way with every member of the family. It's totally it's so it's so frustrating because yeah. everyone is so dumb and he's so evil. It's like Wisconsin or something or Idaho in like the seventies. Like we didn't know anything about child molesters and abductors. It's like okay, classic dumb versus evil. <laughs> dumb versus evil. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of quick more things. Uh, Duncan Trussell's new show Midnight Gospel is on Netflix today, so I can't wait to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a pretty cool thing through Good Good Comedy. They did a live stream. Uh, Aaron Nevins did like a Photoshop it's called dreaming of Photoshop. And he had this, uh, girl with this woman, uh, Jolie Darrow is like a Philly comedian via New York. And they just like put together a really weird Photoshop for an hour. It was really fun. That's fun. It doesn't sound like much, but it was great. Uh, and then last but not least, I've been watching the grateful dead every Saturday. They do a live stream. So continue. <laughs> How long? How long is the live stream? Like three and a half hours. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! It's, it's like an archive. Saturday. It's like an archive show from like 2018 through today. So, anyways, no, from like, two years ago, I, they've done like four or five of them so far. Uh, what have you been watching, Joe? Oh, uh, I was. I watched. I got a 
not a long list, but I'll go through them quick. I watched Kids in the Hall Brain Candy. I'd never seen the whole thing. Um, okay. yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I watched the, do you know Dan Soder, Mike? He's a stand-up. I've heard the he's name. A spe- he's a special on HBO that's pretty good. It's called Son of Gary. Uh, <laughs> I watched that movie Good Boys. It was fine. Okay. That's with uh, the kid from Room. The kids that swear. Yeah, yeah they're middle schoolers. Yeah. It's a super bad for group 12. It is, yeah, totally. Uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, I rewatched The Big Sick. I rewatched Hunt for the Wilder People. Uh, nice. I started season two of What We Do in the Shadows. I also watched it started as a joke, but with Eugene Merman. And the weird, the weird one I started recently that's kind of cool. It's on HBO also, I think, called McMillions. It's about how the uh, McDonald's Monopoly game was all fake. It was rigged, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I heard that's a real whirlwind. Dude, it's cool, is... but it doesn't need to be like more than one episode. But it is. I've also so. heard like I've heard it could be like max three episodes. Yeah. Do way more than that. Yeah. Yo, I also yeah. watched. I watched a flat earther documentary, which taught me a term for when someone doesn't have expertise in any area, but they like just assume they know everything about it. And you trust them. It's called the Dunning Kruger effect. So, if you want to impress hmm. your friends, there you go. Hmm. I'll, I'll Wikipedia that. that. Also, I didn't <laughs> yes. know what we do in the shadows had a uh, second season out now. That first it season just came out like I think it just came out a couple days ago. There's two episodes up. I've only watched one. Dude, the first season is so so good. It's the best. It's I love it. One of the funniest things ever. What have you been watching, Tyler? Uh, so I actually I watched Bullet for the first time. The um, Steve McQueen uh, detective. What do you call it? through action movie kind of thing in the sixties. It was mm. awesome. So good. There's a 10 minute, 53 second car chase and it's so sick. It's a nice ass car uh, too. Dude, his car is like, oh man, I'm very, like, I'm not like a car guy. I don't know how, like, how to really do more than change the tire or like know when I have to go to the garage to change my oil. <laughs> or like build a car. You know, I, yeah. I, I know how to do that. But oh, that it's that, like a Mustang. It's, looks yeah, like. it's, it's yeah, the 1968 Fastback. It's so, so sick. <laughs> um oh yeah just rewatched the comedy cedar rapids starring ed helms and john c Riley. oh that's pretty like lighthearted, pretty fun yeah i hadn't seen it in a long time and honestly it's like it's really good i like it a lot really really fun little little romp in the hay uh <laughs> yeah yeah as mo- <laughs> as they call movies i don't know if i know what that <laughs> phrase means sex <laughs> yeah yeah romp in the hay as a watch there you go that works better uh tales from the loop it's that amazon show it's uh it's neat it's a really cool it's definitely it's gonna be polarizing because it's really slow and not a ton of things happen but cinematography is amazing the soundtrack is incredible and it's uh really neat the way they do it like it's all the same characters but each episode focuses is the plot on one of those characters. So every guess like their own episode over this whole underlying plot of this small town in this retro futuristic place in like cool. I forget where it t- like it looks like the Midwest or something. But there's like this super secret, super high tech uh, facility underground that is doing experiments called the Loop, and the whole thing by and all their plot relies on what happens there and all these freaky sci-fi things happen because it just defies the laws of natural 
physics, I don't know, science, whatever. It sounds kind of lost. I'll give you a C minus for for your ability to describe it. Definitely not as much happens as less. Like each episode has like one big thing it revolves around. Okay. Uh, It's it's definitely slow, but it's like very like it's just really good to watch because the cinematography and the soundtrack are incredible together. Uh, and then I just watched the Coen Brothers movie Hail Caesar for the first time today. It's okay. That's not my favorite of theirs. No, it's, it's like, fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really scatterbrained. It takes, like, on the first watch, even paying attention, you're like, why do they keep shifting between all this stuff? Yeah. It doesn't seem to connect nearly as much as, like, other movies with multiple plots. Mm. Uh, it's fine. And then uh, or the second season of Sopranos, because I'm that far behind in society. It's incredible. I still haven't watched it. You're fine. It's so good. You're in for a real treat. I don't know why I wasn't watching it. It's like, it's so enjoyable. It's the best. How about you, Max? Max? You watch any good stuff? I watched a couple good things, but I've watched a lot of like really bad shit too. Just Um, as important. Yeah. I mean, I need to feel. (laughs) (laughs) You need that full spectrum. Um, uh Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I watched The Platform recently on Netflix, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, mm. I can't, I can't, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it, it's, it kind of feels like Cube at some point in time, because it all takes place in, like, a single square room, but they basically exist in this tower that is this hierarchy. Food starts at the top and has to make its way all to the bottom, and that's it. Like, what could that be a better for? for? Yeah, is it Snowpiercer-ish, kind of, like that kind of? Yeah. Okay. It does have like a no piercer vibe to a little bit. Um, yeah. But for it, <laughs> wow, <laughs> I've never even heard of this, but it looks cool. Snow piercer but vertical. I saw it on there and I wanted to watch it, and I like for some reason act like I don't have all the time in the world. And I was like, I'll wait until I hear other things about it. <laughs> it's good. Uh, it's, it is a good enough horror movie that it didn't belong on Netflix. I'll say Word. that. All right, it cool. Got a better release. So. Okay. Oh, it's a movie. I thought it was like a show. Cool. No, it's a movie. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Great. I watched Stuber over the weekend because it was the HBO movie of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> what is the HBO okay. movie of the week? So pretty it good. has Batista. It's pretty good. Batista. Yeah, it was fine. I, I mean, just know that they're great. it's Kumail and Batista in a car is all I know about it. Well, I That's both all you them. need. Those are the best parts. Yeah. I like Camille, I like Batista. What's you know, whatever. What they don't tell you is that Batista is essentially blind, like the whole movie which is actually an element to the entire film. Like it's <laughs> not being able to see. So like Jesus. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, yesterday I watched both the uh, both of the Anton uh, Fuqua equalizer movies. Yeah. Because uh, I love Denzel. Uh, the first one's not very good, but the second one I think is like legitimately awesome. Um, yeah, I think uh, the first one's great. I haven't seen the second one. good, but the second one is unreal. It's, it's right. got this awesome final shot that takes place on this like crazy island during a hurricane. It's just, it's outlandish, but it's really good. It's good better better than Transporter and Transporter 2? You know what? That <laughs> I've never, I've never seen a that. Tough spot. <laughs> tough spot. Okay. I love Jason Statham. Oh, shit. But I think I like Denzel more. Okay. Which it? Yeah. Which transporter is the one where the cool fight scene happens in like a bunch of oil? All of them, maybe. I feel like that might have started in the first one. Two. Like, oh, really? It's in one because he has to put on the bike uh, pedals so he doesn't slip in the oil. 
Yeah, that that's part is cool. That's exactly yeah. Yep, dude, I uh, I love the the hallway axe fight scene in the first yes. quarter. Body yeah. spray. Yeah, the axe body spray fight scene. Yeah, <laughs> sponsored <laughs> sponsored content. <laughs> Uh, have you guys been watching Dave? Yeah, no, Dave is unsus- like is it- unexpectedly very funny. It's really it's good. Is that on Hulu? Yeah, Hulu, yeah. yeah. No, I haven't yeah. watched it yet. The I'm end like of episode after- three in the garage with the table fucked me up. It's like <laughs> so good, so unexpected. It was great. Yeah, but the reactions <laughs> the whole time are the great. Whatever, just kind of sits there and he's like, "All right, I'll go Parker in the street." <laughs> yeah, right. dude, I gotta watch that. It's, it's really, really, it's it's really good. Yeah. That's the one where he's coming out of his pants on the cover, right? Yep. Yeah. Correct. It's the, right. that rapper Lil Dicky, but yeah. the show is much better than his music. Too. Right. It, yeah. it doesn't do it. Sir. That's kind of why I wasn't right. watching it at first. I was just like, oh, it's the Lil Dicky show, but it's actually yeah. much better than that. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, honestly, for that show, I've said this before. I just think it's really nice that finally a white Jewish guy from the Philadelphia mainline like, is making it. For sure, <laughs> they finally pulled themselves from the dredges, you know, and they're they're going to be okay. <laughs> Hell yeah! And the last thing I've been watching that's been filling all other time unaccounted for has been the Unsolved Mysteries channel on TV. Yo, Pluto TV! Yes, <laughs> our friend, what? our friend who, who I would like to get on the show hit me up the other day. Was like. Yo, you got to turn on cops right now on Pluto TV. So we, we like binge watched cops for like three hours together. Dude, Pluto is the best. It's so good. What is, I don't even know what this is. What are we talking about? It's Joey, like a fake, Max? Yeah. It's like a fake TV, not even network. It's like fake cable. You queue <laughs> up this app and it's just channels and channels and channales of random bullshit. Like Antiques Roadshow. Uh, yep. Uh, the, cha- the channels play the same. Most of the channels play the same show twenty four hours a day. Yep. So, like, you That's could watch awesome. all of American Gladiators in a couple of days and just loops right like, back to where you were. I love American Gladiators, dude. When I was off from work, I watched so much American Gladiators that I was getting repeat episodes. And then I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I know, I rem- I know this guy. He work. He his backstory is that he works at a pizza place. <laughs> oh, That's no. sick, dude. What I was in." I can tell what season it is now by the <laughs> gladiators. I can identify just about every gladiator by their name. That's awesome. That's it's so wild. sick. Gemini was my dude. I'm more of a Malibu guy. If this tells you anything about me, when I was like 14, I was like, I could do that. <laughs> I still think <laughs> I could. Dude, when they do the bicycle crank one in the Eliminator, <laughs> yeah. there's no way I could do that. Now. No, it looks so hard. I don't even think I could climb the cargo net. No. I think I'd be too embarrassed. <laughs> It just feels very vulnerable. I will twist my ankle so fast. <laughs> I was real, real quick, not to go on a tangent, but I was watching one the other day where uh, it was like a celebrity episode. So I think I mentioned this before. One of them was Dean Cain yeah. and um, Dr. Cox from Scrubs were yep. the contestants. John C. McGinley. <laughs> but the, yeah, but the women's was uh, the girl from Tool Time or from Home Improvement. And not the mom, but the like assistant on their show. And then the and other one was like Heidi. Heidi. Uh, yeah, her name, her name was Heidi on the program. Yeah, <laughs> and then the she was going against uh, at the time Sylvester Stallone's girlfriend that he just got engaged to, who he's still married to. Uh, I don't know her name, but she go the Sly's girl goes in the ball pit of the Eliminator, and she cannot get out of it. <laughs> 
she just str- like she struggled like they're neck and neck and they hit the ball pit and then she stays in the ball pit for the rest of while the girl goes up the net, <laughs> down the zip line over uh, the wall up, you, the, up the running thing around the rope swing she's stuck in the ball pit the whole fucking time you always assume you'd see it but never see like you saw you saw a shooting star basically basically i was like <laughs> how how can you not get out of a ball pit <laughs> All this because Max brought up all this because you brought up unsolved mysteries. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's my next point. This is a segue from ball pit to the current situation. Do you think us growing up in McDonald's ball pits has given us any sort of antibodies for coronavirus? You can't use antibiotics for viruses. He said antibodies. Sorry, everyone everyone just froze. Same concept, I think. (laughs) Uh, Our spirits. It's definitely. Yeah. I, think, I think if anything, it's made us weaker. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Little disease from our immune cultures. systems have been crushed since a young age. <laughs> All millennials know is lie and hot Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, we got 18 minutes left on the Zoom call to talk about the the wonderful film Black Knight. Uh. Anyone want to kick it off? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got some notes. I don't have many. I, I didn't make any uh, notes. I'm just here to free ball it and tell you how much I like it. Oh, this. I have. Have you guys seen this before? Has everybody seen this before? I saw this in theaters. I had never seen it. <laughs> I. What about you, Max? Have you seen it? Oh, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. So I saw it in theaters, and I was, I think I was like 17 when it came out, maybe. I don't 2001, so yeah. 19 years ago. That sounds roughly right. Like that. And uh, I was going with my girlfriend at the time, and we went to see Ocean's Eleven. And right at the start of Ocean's Eleven, I whisper to her, hey, isn't that the guy from that 70s show about Topher Grace? And then this guy, like 10 seats down the row, leans over and looks at us and goes, hey, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> hey, man. So we, so we left immediately. <laughs> to see Black five minutes, Five minutes into Ocean's Eleven and went and saw Black Knight. <laughs> Yo, it's funny because upon seeing the cover of the movie, I was like, I might like I'm, I probably saw this in theaters, but it turns out as the movie went on, I had not seen it. <laughs> wow, okay. it's I got, can't believe you avoided for so long. <laughs> it's got Falcone from uh, Dark Knight, or no, from uh, Batman Begins, uh, <laughs> yeah, also known as Jun Tao from Rush Hour, also known as Tom Wilkinson. <laughs> yes, he's Dude. good. He plays uh, what's his name? His name's like. Uh, oh, the, coffee the, or something? Nolte. 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 I didn't write it down. Dude, yeah. I thought it was Tomkinson. Like, I haven't seen it in so long, and his face comes up. I'm like, that is a guy that I know from a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And the there king, he was. The king, uh, not the king, but the, the bad guy, I guess. Reminded me of Bam Margera. Did you look at his. <laughs> yeah, like, kind of. Do you look at his acting creds? He's in, he's in tons of just like. Not great fantasy action movies. <laughs> Weird. It's really typecast. Really typecast. It's literally what Max, what his thing is. Yeah. Max, what jersey did he have on? All right. So I have like all these notes about Martin Lawrence's outfit because it is infuriating. I was curious about that. Why was he wearing twenty three? on the green. He has like no style in this, and it's right, frustrating. So he's, wearing, he's one. He's wearing a long sleeve green <laughs> nondescript football jersey with no name on. The yeah, number on it is 23. He's wearing Jordan's number. 
That's yeah, like the a most famous person to wear twenty three is a basketball. Player. He would get so clowned on. Okay, so my, my question is like, it, it looks like it's a Jets jersey, but he keeps talking about how he's from South Central. Yeah, which oh I don't think there are any green a football teams or a Raiders jersey. It's yeah. so confusing. Right. It all looks thrifted, but not even like well done thrifted. Like that. Yeah. Oh, that was donated to. Him. And to it's be, also it's also like kind of tight for a jersey. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's super tight. The sleeves and the arms are super tight. He's wearing Pumas for some reason. I'm like, <laughs> who the fuck would be wearing Pumas in 2001? And there are ba- it's a basketball Puma at that, and he's wearing a football jersey. I fucking hate it. Dude, like silver tab jeans on. Max, to your, <sighs> to your point, is like it's a thrifted outfit, and you could pull a thrifted outfit together really well. And you think maybe he doesn't care, but the entire intro is him like grooming himself yeah, yeah. like <laughs> it looks to be a nice apartment and he gets into a nice car yeah he's wearing the shittiest clothes i've ever fucking seen in a movie so and in his sense. world in his world there's like a, a a rival uh medieval theme park opening up across the way and like in his world that's the only job you can have <laughs> like, it's a real good burger situation. yeah it's like well, what's your experience oh. well i worked at the rival uh, renaissance fair oh <laughs> The, yeah, the the rival medieval times. So Can if I, he wanted to leave that job and there hadn't been a rival in opening, he couldn't work anywhere else. Nope. Well, and and he did want to leave that job for the other place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I? It takes to- it takes him until well, so he gets sucked into the moat or whatever, like and then right goes away. to medieval times, and it takes him until he sees somebody's head get cut off to realize that it's not <laughs> that he's not in fucking Kansas anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I spit some facts just about like the, the cast and crew of this movie? Yeah. The writer also wrote Big Mama's House and Strange Wilderness. The okay. director directed 10 Things I Hate About You, but then like an untitled Jenny McCarthy TV product project and like Kyle XY and the Jeff Foxworthy show. But main dude was supposed to be Chris Tucker originally. Yeah. I saw that. Interesting. But Martin got 20 million of the $50 million budget for acting in this film. And it only gained back $40 million. Good for his, him. He got paid $20 million for a movie that got less than 50%. <laughs> oh, no, it got, it got $40 million out of $50 million. No, he, uh, he got paid $20 million. And he, he took oh, home he, 20. Oh, correct. He took home half. Correct. I see what you're saying. Yes, he took so home I'm, half of the earnings so of this film. It, its reviews were 4.9 out of 10. Oh, got it, got it, got so it. So I'm saying like he, he didn't have to do well to get paid $20 million. But he did. He killed it. Imagine if your manager, like, uh, any job you ever had was, like, you're doing, like, half of the stuff you have to do. Here's here's a million dollars. All right, thanks. Yeah, true. true. Negoti- negotiate up front, dude. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. What's crazy to me was um, he, he has, like, almost, like, no lines in it. It was his best friend that he was sword fighting with, Daryl Mitchell, is the actor's name. Mm-hmm. Before this, he was in Galaxy Quest and 10 Things I Hate About You. Two huge, like, critically acclaimed movies. And he was the director. What? He was the director? No, the director also directed 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the boys. That must be it, because he was the teacher in 10 Things I Hate About You, who was actually, okay. that was a great role, and he was in Galaxy Quest as Tommy, the uh, pilot, which was also amazing. And then he goes to, to this. I think Martin. I think Martin is pretty good in this. <laughs> he brings the he like brings the charisma 
And He's so absurd. I, I don't love want it. my mud on your ass, chilling on some mai tais. You I love it. all the faces he makes and shit too. Oh, your yeah. daughter's a freak. You got a big ass donkey. Uh, <laughs> like the, all these lines. <laughs> Dude, what was crazy with that was looking like when I was starting this, I was like, I think I remember this as being like a family movie. It's just like a fun Martin Lawrence medieval. And then there's like tons of cursing. He talks about the daughter being a freak. There's beheadings. I'm like this is not yep. a family movie. Who is this? There's a really there's a really bad taste Rodney King joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, who was who the audience intended to be for this? Yeah. Yo, can we jump to the ending quick? Yeah. Well, Where Max, it, what, else, what else you got? Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So, we talk about the budget being $50 million, $20 to Martin Lawrence. The very last shot of the movie looks like it had to have cost at least another couple million dollars. To the Coliseum thing? Yes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, did they make that for this movie, or is it just like a leftover <laughs> gladiator still, Ooh. and they just green screen Martin on it? But I was like, was that, supposed, that's that a good question. Money. Was it, it supposed to set up a sequel? Probably. Uh, yeah. I hope not. <laughs> I mean, there was a very green screen shot of his hand reaching in to get the medallion from the water, too. I don't know if you noticed how bad that looked. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of bad green screen. Um, yeah. But then what was crazy is like a lot of the movie, it was like physical set. I wonder if all the budget went to them building a fucking castle for Martin Lawrence to hang out in. Well, it was filmed in North Carolina too. So I don't know if that like played into it being cheaper or something, but. <laughs> Probably. God knows. You know, the, uh, <laughs> the equivalent to the UK weather and environment being North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but okay, so so for the ending, I was typing in my phone. Okay, dark theory. He drowned when trying to get the jewelry in the beginning and hallucinated all of this. And as I said that, they shouted clear and revived him. I was like, oh fuck! Like I was trying to be funny and come up with a joke and be stupid. It was like, kind of, it was like Jacob's Ladder. I was trying for something along those lines. Honestly, thanks yeah. for calling me out. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it turns out that was the route they went. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. So I actually had a good time watching it. I liked it. I liked, Me too. I, so I had like, I didn't realize it until today and I was looking back. I was like, my childhood had a lot of good lo- Martin Lawrence in it. Like, I loved the, the guy growing up. So I went and this, saw, the show saw, was great. I saw Blues. Yeah, the show, I used to watch the show. Was that on, um, it was not on WB. It was uh, PA. I, I love Blue Street. I in theaters with the Wilson brother. Uh, Bad Sorry. Boys, which for some reason I was allowed to see when I was a child. That <laughs> 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 I've seen every subsequent Bad Boys. They're all so good. Like I realize now in my life that I love Martin Lawrence. And I was like, wow, I what if if you would have asked me today before I went and looked back through all this, like, did he have a faltering career? I'd have been like, oh, he's hit or miss. <laughs> Do you know how much that guy's and you're worth? Like, and you're like, he's my favorite. Yeah, then I'm like, he's actually awesome. He really is. Like he knows he knows where to pick and choose. Even if it's a falling move, he knows how to make twenty million fucking dollars of it. He must have made bank off Big Mama's house. Dude, I loved Big Mama's house when I was a kid. I saw that in See, theaters. Never, too. I saw that in theaters like two or three times, I think. Yeah. I legit like was into it. He was just like my guy for a while, I realized. I must have like just forgot that I just loved everything he did. Do you know what she's worth today? Uh, how estimate? much? Hundred and ten million dollars. Damn, he's done. Good. He's done everything right. You go make fun no. of wild hogs, but he can buy a fucking small country. He's he's worth uh, 
the budget of Black Knight times. <laughs> yeah. It's like his life is what the Tracy Morgan character from 30 Rock is kind of based off of, based off of. Is that oh, true? really? Like, really? Having like the big public meltdown and freak out and then yeah. having to like eat crow and build himself back up. Like that Damn. was one Wow. Wait, what was the mel- I don't remember. Like for some reason, like he was like blacked out of my mind. I don't know like what what was his public meltdown? I don't remember this at all. He had like a mental breakdown or something that was like, pretty public. I don't remember the details, but I remember it being like a big thing in like the early to mid two thousands. Hmm. Yeah. Well, to see him back. He did kind of disappear for a while, it seemed like. I feel like that, I mean, this is such a dumb thing to say, but I feel like that happens to a ton of actors, too. They just, like, they get so, so, so big that they just kind of collapse under all of it. Can't take yeah. it. Especially Can't take the comedians. heat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah especially That's the thing, comedians. too. Like, he's always been, like, such a, like, funny guy. And then out of nowhere, it's just <laughs> like, oh, shit. Describe him in two words. Hey, a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> Describe him uh, in like, two words. Martin Lawrence. Martin I kind of liked the dancing scene too. Oh, yeah, the song he wrote, the song that he composed. Fun. Yeah, yeah, that's good. When he taught the musicians how to play music, it's like a little long, but like yeah. it works. I also think all good comedy movies have one a Heimlich maneuver scene, and two a scene where everybody laughs but doesn't really know why they're laughing, and it just keeps getting bigger and, uh-huh. and bigger. So check both boxes. Yeah, for sure. White people had to dance is like such a comic trope. True. It's like a, a full big band, and it's like this is what a beat is. A yeah. what? <laughs> I don't really have much else to say. I, you know, honestly, I it's fun. I liked it. Um, the more I, I talk about it, the more I think I liked it. I, so yeah, Kate was here, and she she was like, "How's the movie going?" And I was like, "All right, bad movie, <laughs> but I'm liking it." But yeah, I'm having a blast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bad, but I, I like know it. it's not good at all. It's crap. But it's like when you go to like when I'm like when I when we're used to be able to go outside and do stuff, and like we'd be out in the city, and I'd come home from a bar at midnight, and I get a hot dog at Seven Eleven. Like, how is it? That's it tastes like shit, but it's good. <laughs> okay, so that's, what this that's the tagline for this movie. <laughs> It tastes like shit, but it's good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that the name of this episode. It tastes like shit, but it's good. Nice. I, it, I there's this awareness to it that I'm like, yeah, obviously, I would never ever have like a friend visit my house and be like, yo, let's watch this. Never yeah. ever say never I ever. Like I, I learned that from a grouper. I feel like we're running out of time. Yeah, we're down to like four minutes. We gotta, we gotta. But does it? But does anyone have any wine or cheese? I have a couple. Okay. Max, if you're not familiar, we, we try and guess whether it comes from the movie or the or the album. I didn't um, make any. I forgot. Number one says, you see me creeping up these halls. I've been a bad motherfucker. Oh, that's My Chemical Romance. That's the movie. Maybe. I don't know. It's from the, the, it's from the song House of Wolves <laughs> by My yeah. Chemical Romance. It's crazy. Because they don't, don't say motherfucker in this movie. <laughs> oh, okay. It's going to be hard because they're so... The, the, Dialogue's bad, and obviously the album's bad. I got, I got one. Yeah. Uh, if life ain't a joke, then why are we laughing? That's got to be the movie. I, I would guess that's the album. The album. It is the album. It's from Long Dead. That's something like the Joker would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, the Joker would absolutely listen to My Chemical Romance. 
Yeah, the Joker's Max, like the do you have any? <laughs> Max, do you have any, Max? Any? No, I was, I was trying to make one, and I was going to use the Queen's speech in the end, but then it, it was too obvious. Mike, get any more? Well, she's going, yeah, English! <laughs> yes. <laughs> So uh, yeah, weird. I have I have two more. Uh, without you is how I disappear. Back, back. With without you is how I disappear and live my life forever alone. Definitely the. That's gotta be. That's gotta be. Yes, that's my romance. But like he could have disappeared in time, and she couldn't have gone with him. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Wait, uh, that's with the assumption that he understands how his time travel works. He doesn't because he fell into it. He didn't create it, which means he is not fully cognizant of how this situation and why was he going back to the river because it uh-huh all right next one <laughs> because he has to go back to the origin of where it happened that's the best starting place okay that's like saying oh wait a guy got murdered there why would i go look for clues you scene no why would i go there that's like saying i was drunk and i got home at 12 p.m and i got a hot dog from 7-eleven and it tastes like shit but it was great let's <laughs> say great i say good Whatever. <laughs> okay. The tequilas are great. The hot dogs are good. Joey, do you have any more? I got one more. Okay. Uh, that's why you shouldn't drink your... <laughs> Black Knight for sure. <laughs> All, right. All right. What's your last one? My last one is, Jamal, do you have a thong? Victoria, excuse me? Jamal, never mind. We'll just take an old <laughs> pair of drawers and cut the ass out. <laughs> Could go either Black way. That's a song of cancer. <laughs> Oh, that's one of our few boats. <laughs> yeah, one of our boats. I did a neither one time. That's pretty Those funny. are our <laughs> Neither. Um, All right. Any parting thoughts? We have less than a minute. Joey, did you spot the rest of the movie? Yes, they, he was teaching them wrestling. There was a suplex. Oh, dude, that there was... was a adjustment. There was an attitude adjustment. Look, was there's good. a fireman's yeah, I like that part. Yeah, exactly. He also yeah, ran okay. some football play on that. <laughs> yeah. Weird. All right, well, uh, Max, thanks for coming on, man. This was super fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Sorry if I just thought out something you were going to say. Okay. See ya. <laughs> 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 All right. All right, bye. Sorry if I cut some later. My father took me into the city. To see a marching band He said, son, when you grow up Would you be the savior of the broken The beaten and the damned He said, will you defeat them Your demons and all the non-believers The plans that